Good morning, everyone. This is Donna's podcast, and this begins another day for another day's journey. The message today will be taken from the scripture text, Isaiah 53, verses 1 through 5, with the focus being on verse 5, and it reads like this. Who hath believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of dry ground he hath no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, and he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. The title of the message today is, in the form of a question, Do You Want to Be Made Whole? Many of us have preconceived ideas about healing and what it means to be healed according to Scripture. Some of us believe that the healings according to the Bible are different from the way we receive a healing in this modern age that we live in. It is my hope and prayer that after you hear this message, you will come to realize that the same God in the Bible is the same God today, and He is still in the healing business. My question is, again, do you want to be made whole? Most of us, if not all of us, need some form of healing in our lives. Whether it is forgiveness of our many sins and shortcomings, healing for our bodies, healing of our minds, deliverance from the struggles of life that we just can't shake loose, or just simply peace of mind, it all falls under the category of healing. The Bible tells us that Jesus bore our sickness and disease in his own body. The Bible also tells us that Jesus died for our sins. The prophet Isaiah tells us that Jesus bore our grief and carried our sorrows. Jesus was indeed wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Not we were healed, but we are healed. So what does this mean? Jesus paid a heavy price for you and I to be free. He paid a heavy price so that you and I wouldn't have to walk around with our heads hung down. He paid a heavy price so that you and I could live this life in complete joy and happiness if we would just believe that he paid it all. Whatever you need, God's got it. Whatever you want, God's got it. Whatever you desire, God's got it. Someone is saying, I want to believe, but I keep falling back in sin. Someone else might be saying, I want to believe, but the doctor says this illness is incurable. Still, another might be saying, I want to believe, but I can't keep my mind off these problems that keep coming up in my life. It seems like as soon as I cross one hurdle, another one is right there waiting for me, and I'm just getting tired of running the race. There were many in the Bible just like us. They struggled with the same issues and the same pains of life. Yet many of them knew that the only way to see the light at the end of the tunnel 
was to look to the only one that was able to bring them through. It doesn't matter about your position in life. It does not matter about your level of Christian maturity. It really doesn't matter whether you're saved or unsaved. Jesus died for the just and the unjust. The healing touch of Jesus reaches beyond what our finite minds can even comprehend. Sometimes we make the mistake of thinking that we've got a handle on this thing called Christianity. We think we know, based on our research and study, just what Jesus will and will not do based on how we understand and interpret his word. But then one day something happens that throws us for a loop. We get fired. We get sick. One of our loved ones die. We lose our house. We find out that that sweet son or daughter is strung out on drugs. We might even begin to realize that we ourselves have some uncomfortable thoughts and feelings going on in our minds that do not connect with how we are supposed to live. Usually and unfortunately, that's when we come to the reality of knowing that Jesus is the one that has a handle on us. We should never put limits on God. Whatever you think you know about God, he's bigger than that. However you think God should or will operate, he's bigger than that. I remember hearing Jesus speak through the word of God to those hypocritical Pharisees saying, it is not the healthy that need a doctor, but the sick. He just wants us to know and believe that he has everything under control. In the eighth and ninth chapters of the gospel according to Matthew, we find instances of healing. It became very evident to me that Jesus is not locked in a box as to how healing should take place. He always meets us where we are. He heals and delivers us as he brings us to where we need to be. In the first three verses of chapter 8 in the Gospel of Matthew, a man with the leprosy came to Jesus. He knelt down and worshipped him first. And then the man said to Jesus, If you will, you can make me clean. The man with leprosy which was considered the worst disease of that time, was not asking Jesus if it were possible to be healed. The Bible tells us that he came and worshiped Jesus. The question was, will you heal me? In other words, he was saying, I know you can heal me, but will you heal me? Anyone with leprosy was considered incurable, untouchable, and an outcast. Jesus responded by touching the man with leprosy and saying, I will be clean. And immediately he was cured of his leprosy. Another instance of healing found in that same chapter was when a centurion asked for Jesus' help. He said, Lord, my servant lies at home paralyzed and in terrible suffering. Jesus responded by saying, I will go and heal him. Then the centurion told Jesus to just say the word, being confident that the word of Jesus would be a life-giving word. Jesus honored the centurion's faith and called it great faith, the kind of faith that he had not found in all of Israel. Jesus said to the centurion, Go, it will be just as you believed it would. And his servant was healed that same hour. Another instance of healing was when Jesus went to Peter's house, one of his disciples, and saw Peter's mother-in-law lying in the bed with a fever. 
He touched her, and the fever left, and she got up and began to wait on him. Peter's mother-in-law never asked to be healed, but in his presence, she was a candidate for the healing power of Jesus. That same evening, Jesus went out, and they brought those who were demon-possessed to him, and he drove out the evil spirits with only a word, and he healed all of the sick people that came. The Bible says that this was to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. He took up our infirmities and carried our diseases. There was another instance of some men bringing a paralytic man on a mat to Jesus for him to heal the man. They were so determined to get the man to Jesus, they took off a roof and lowered the man down to get him to Jesus because of the crowd. Jesus honored the faith of the men who brought the paralytic man, and he said to the man, Your sins are forgiven. After he dealt with the hypocrisy of the Pharisees, Jesus spoke to the paralytic man again and told him to get up, take up your mat, and go home. At this point, Jesus was showing that he not only has the power to heal, he also has the power to forgive sins. Then comes the storm. Jesus got into the boat with his disciples, and without warning, a furious storm came up, and the waves swept over the boat. Jesus was sleeping, so the disciples woke him up in panic and said, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. Jesus responded by saying, You of little faith, why are you so afraid? Then he rebuked the winds and waves, and it became completely calm. In the 8th and ninth chapters of the Gospel according to Matthew, we can find story after story about the healings that Jesus performed. We find the healing of two demon-possessed men that were extremely violent. Jesus drove out the evil spirits and sent them into a herd of pigs, and the whole herd jumped in the lake and died. We find the story about a ruler whose daughter had just died. He asked Jesus to come and put his hand on her, believing that she would live. Jesus went to the ruler's house and put everyone out of the house, took the girl by the hand, and she got up. Then we have the woman who had been bleeding for 12 years. She came up behind Jesus and touched the hem of his garment. She said within herself, If I may only touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. The woman never said a word, but in her mind and in her heart, she knew the healing power of Jesus would dry up her bleeding. You might be asking, why is she telling us all these stories about healing? Well, it's because there is really a message behind the story. If you remember earlier, I said that Jesus meets us where we are and brings us into where we need to be. That's what I believe is happening in these instances of healing. They were all healed but they were all primarily based on what they believed. The man with leprosy was saying, I know you can heal me, but will you? The Roman officer told Jesus to speak the word only, being confident that his servant would be healed. Peter's mother-in-law may not have been in a position to speak. She was what I would like to say in the right place for a blessing. Some were healed just for the purposes of fulfilling prophecy. 
The storm came just to show the disciples how little faith they had, but Jesus still calmed the storm. The two demon-possessed men, as crazy as they were, still knew who Jesus was. It shows that evil spirits are still under the authority of God. The men that brought the paralytic man through the roof show how the persistent faith on behalf of others can be a blessing. The woman with the bleeding shows that you never have to speak a word from your mouth. You just have to know that you know that you know in your heart that you're in the right position for healing. So what does that mean for us today? It means that healing comes in many forms. It's not just the laying on of hands. It's not just knowing what the word says and standing on it. Everybody doesn't have a devil to be cast out. It's not just being healed to fulfill God's plan for your life. It's not just about persistent faith, believing on behalf of others. It's not just raising folks from the dead. And it's not just believing that Jesus can quiet the storm in your life. It's not just these things. It is all of these things and more. We have to take the limits off God and watch Him work. Whether your healing comes through the Word of God, the laying on of hands, the smoothness of a song, or just a spoken word from one of God's servants, receive whatever God has for you today. Determine what you need from the Lord and receive it. Maybe you don't know. Well, just allow God to saturate your spirit with His presence. Jesus heals in many ways. If you are at a place in life where the things that you have done have put you on the outside looking in, you're a candidate for healing. Or you might be one that has confidence that whatever you need, you know that God has it under control. Maybe for some, the storms of life are weighing you down. Troubles are coming back to back and you can't see your way out. Let the Lord calm your storm. Maybe you're just tired of being sick and you've been every place that you could possibly go for healing and nothing has worked. Let your heart touch the hem of his garment. Maybe you know someone that's very near and dear to you that cannot get to Jesus for themselves. Let your prevailing persistence reach the throne of God. Maybe you just need the peace of God to overcome the anger. Let God's peace that surpasses all of our understanding, keep your heart and your mind. My admonishment to you today is to take the blinders off and watch the Lord work. Open your hearts and minds and get ready for a blessing. God is ready, willing, and able to heal. All we have to do is to know that we need to be made whole and God will make us whole. This is the message for today. Thank you for listening. Be blessed, be safe, and stay tuned for the next podcast.